Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week we're talking all about rest days and what I like to call giving yourself unconditional permission to rest. Now I know this one's slightly more movement based and not as much on food and this season I've been really trying to focus on rounding out the intuitive movement and approaching food as a part of a holistic whole so hopefully this does help. We've got a little bit on rest day nutrition in there if that is something that interests you but hopefully this is really helpful if you're someone who's not sure when they should take a rest day or even what a rest day should constitute so first things first what is a rest day so if you google it you'll get the definition a day in which a person takes a break from their regular routine normally workout routine so it's become synonymous with working out movement that isn't necessarily what it is it could be a rest day from work or from other activities so why should you take a rest day so there's some benefits you're more likely to be injury free if you are moving if you take frequent rest days because it allows your muscles to rest and not get overuse injuries as well as your ligaments tendons bones and just your body's hormonal and other systems that are keeping you all in balance get a day to just rest and recover so you're less likely to get injuries apparently rest days help with your delayed onset muscle soreness or doms so that achy feeling you often get in your muscles the day after that will reduce if you are taking rest days because exercise reduces your glycogen and rest days help them become replenished. Next one is apparently rest days can help you perform better. So a study found that when comparing 24, 48, 72, 96 hours between max strength tests, it was 48 to 72 were best and less than 48 actually decreased their maximum. Although we probably aren't doing max lifts every day in the gym, I feel like that's a good indicator of what it does to our performance, especially if you are strength training next thing is rest days help reduce your body stress levels exercise is ultimately a stressor on your body and stress can be good and bad so i'm not saying it's a bad thing but it is a stressor so if you're constantly exercising without ever having a rest day your stress levels might be quite high so just having that rest day allows them to relax and again that body to sort of recover and replenish and regulate all those levels of stress hormones and things that you'll see doing the rounds as everyone is sort of worried about their stress next one is they make exercise less daunting so if you think oh no I've got to work out seven days a week an hour a day etc that can be quite a lot on your brain and your mental state as you plan that it can get really overwhelming and actually make you less likely to do it whereas if you just think I'm going to do a couple of days then I've got a day off I've got a rest day so you know what I'm not feeling it today I can move my current session to that day and wiggle things around so it's just less daunting more flexibility which helps with that approach of exercise and apparently they help with sleep so sometimes working out can make you more alert sometimes less sometimes we work out and we get really sleepy sometimes we're just we have those endorphins that adrenaline running especially if you're working out in the evening so rest days just help you again relax that system that stress so it can help a little bit with sleep as you recover they can help your mood again you're not working out every day of the week you're not run down you're not tired you're not stressed so your mood can be alleviated it must give you some time to hang out with friends, see family members, things that will help that social connection and your mood. And they'll help keep you motivated because again, you're not doing that seven days a week grind. 
it's I've got rest days that gives me a chance to sort of see where I'm at see how my body's feeling and keep going which leads me on to what are some types of rest days so you may be thinking a rest days just do nothing but actually often we discuss two particular types so we've got active and passive rest days so active as the name suggests just slightly more active there isn't a set definition of activities that fall under this but it's very much not high impact hit training you'll hear strength athletes saying I'm going to go cycling on my active rest day or I'm going to go for a swim and these can both count as active activities what I'll say is make it personal to you so like for me personally going swimming not an active rest because I'm a br brand new to swimming it's really hard for me it's quite stressful it takes a lot of mental effort that's not a rest day that is quite active too active I would say for me to consider it a rest day that would be a workout however if someone said let's go for a gentle walk let's go to a yoga class that's not super hard effort it's a relaxed yoga class for me that's an active recovery it's not pushing my body to its limit it's just stretching everything out you set your boundary as to what is an active and passive rest day for you and then passive is just as the name suggests I'm just gonna maybe relax on the sofa I'm just gonna have a day where I don't really move other than moving around the house or running errands there's not a set activity that I'm doing so which should you choose? So your needs vary day by day, week by week, etc. I know it's never a straight answer, but it's all about taking your body's cues. If you're feeling exhausted, some describe it as no energy, physically sore, they're not sleeping, or sometimes even their heart rate is high for those who track data um, or other data that may indicate that rest is needed. That is their sign that they need to take a rest day, even without planning one in. And everyone knows this feeling for themselves. It's really hard to put into words. That's why I sort of said low energy. Just at that point where you're like, I'm just pushing through every workout and having to drag myself through it and I don't know what it is. That's a sign your body just needs a little bit of a rest. A note here that if you are using trackers, as always, just remember to use them in conjunction with your lived experience. If something says you're in the green, you're good to go, you're fully recovered and you're feeling absolutely horrible, it may just be that there's a mismatch there somehow. And actually movement won't help you. Maybe try a couple minutes and if you're still not in a good place, no matter what that tracker says, take that rest day. A lot of people have one passive and a couple of active rest days a week varying based on just their training. A reminder here that your rest days don't have to look like anyone else's. Don't worry if their active rest day, quote unquote, is your workout and your hardest workout. It will vary person to person, day to day. Find what works for you. <laughs> While doing some reading around this topic, I discovered slash rediscovered, because I've read this a little bit before, the seven types of rest theorised by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. Um, she has a TED talk on it, and a note here on these, because I think they're really interesting when we approach rest and what we actually need from rest. So she talks about the seven types of rest. They are physical rest, so this can be passive, like sleeping, relaxing, not really moving, or active, again, yoga, walking, etc got mental rest so this is scheduling short breaks throughout your workday to slow down practice some mindfulness or activities to help your brain switch off something i know i really have to focus on because physical rest isn't any good if you're not mentally resting we have sensory rest we're bombarded with lights noises conversations a lot of the time whether we're out and about or we work from home we're online or we're just scrolling through social media this can be overwhelming so sensory rest can include taking some time with your eyes closed Having phone free times, electronic free times of the day, or meals, things like that. For some, even using sensory deprivation tools, such as flotation tanks or other ways. 
again, I live in London, I can really relate to this, sometimes it just gets a bit sensorily overwhelming. Next one we got creative rest, so this is getting inspiration from things around you to help fuel new ideas and creativity. So if you find you're looking at the same four walls, you're a bit stumped, especially if you work in a creative industry, it's going out and seeking inspiration. So even though that may not sound restful, it can be. Next one is emotional rest. So she explains this as having time and space to freely express your feelings, with a note that this also gives space to reduce people pleasing. Emotional rest allows you to discover how am I feeling and look at that a little bit more rather than how can I help other people? So just taking that time and space to freely express your feelings. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to be alone, but it's being in a space that you can freely express them without having to do that emotional effort. Next one is social rest. Take some time away from the relationships that exhaust you, surrounding yourself with relationships that support you. Again, this doesn't have to be, I'm taking social rest, I'm completely alone, because for some that won't feel great, but it's dipping into those relationships that help support you and make you feel better. If you start to think about people that you surround yourself with that don't need anything from you, you can just be present. You could sit next to them on the sofa, not even say anything, but you'd be enjoying their company. Who springs to mind? Have you spent some time with them? Could they help you rest and recover? Next one is spiritual rest. So this is can be religion specific to you, or it's just in general. It's connecting and a feeling of belonging and purpose. When we talk about people's needs, often quite high up on the, as like last thing on the hierarchy, tends to be that sense of purpose. And people really underestimate it. If we don't feel like we're striving for something, it can be easy to feel like, well, nothing's important. And that purpose doesn't have to be world changing. My purpose is to change this. It could just be, my purpose is to live a fulfilled life. My purpose is to, my purpose for this business is to build community. My purpose for this class is to help someone in their day. It's small purpose or big purpose, but it's having that sense of purpose. Yeah, and this is a slight tangent, sort of rest days, but something that you may want to integrate. I often chat to people about the idea of rest versus relaxation. So sometimes having a whole weekend on the sofa, and I love doing this, um, can leave you feeling low energy or just not really replenished. And this is because you may not have had creative rest emotional rest or mental rest it's just been physical and actually those other areas are what's needed so you might need a bit of rejuvenation through creative rest rather than just physical although physical rest obviously has such huge benefit for the body like i said if you don't have a mental rest on days off there can be a feeling of never really being off and still being on anyways <laughs> on to rest days so what are the signs you need a rest day so you think that all sounds great but it doesn't apply to me i feel fine if you find yourself often tired, obviously after a workout you might feel physically a bit tired, but if you feel like you're constantly tired, maybe you catch yourself ordering more coffee, having more energy drinks, and you just are needing that little thing to push you, maybe you need a rest day. If your performance is struggling, you're finding yourself plateauing, your endurance is reducing, maybe you need to take a little bit of a rest day and see if that helps the performance, or whether taking that rest day gives you time to think and notice something else that needs working. Are you experiencing increased pain? Again, you may have injuries, you may have specific things, but if you're just finding more pain that you're having to push through, especially muscle pain, maybe this is a sign your muscles need a rest. If you're finding yourself irritable, low mood, maybe you need a rest day just to work on that. Again, give yourself time for that emotional rest. Sleep, maybe you're struggling to sleep even though you're tired. Maybe a rest day would just help you have that little lie-in, have that little recovery. 
injury, you find more injuries are occurring, they're flaring up old injuries. Maybe you need a rest day, work on a program to help support that, which isn't as go hard for actually more active rest. Are you finding yourself experiencing extreme hunger, sometimes binging, or different eating behaviours? This can be a sign that actually you need a rest day because this constant pushing has meant that you're really hungry all the time and your muscles and everything aren't replenishing, so they're just trying to get more and more and more. How many rest days do you need? Again, it varies, no straight answer. Age, goals, genetics, fitness level, exercise type, etc, etc. We all know I'm not the biggest fan of black and white thinking anyway. But it's all about finding what works for you. The general rule of thumb is the more intense a session, the more rest days you might need to recover. And that's why you'll often see people trying to sort of wrangle workout programs so they do upper body and then the next day they'll lower body so their upper body muscles are having a couple of days to replenish. Although they still want full rest days for the whole body. The number of rest days may vary week to week. What I would say is if you are moving maybe again three times a week, really depends on your schedule. Having two active rest days, active as in like planned rest days rather than just I'm gonna work out three days a week and see how the rest fits. Um maybe useful, maybe planning in some active rest days, and then just every couple of weeks, maybe I need a bit more rest here. I'm feeling a bit run down. Or actually, I'm finding that those rest days have been really helpful. My performance is improving. I'm going to try and make sure that I stick to those. Even as I build up to running a longer distance or trying to work on my strength, I still want to keep those rest days in because they're working for me. Which leads us to, should I plan rest days or do it intuitively? Now, the focus on intuitive eating and movement might have given you a clue, but I'm a big fan of listening to your body. That's you listening to your body. So if you find scheduling rest days seems to work for you, the knowledge that you can move them around, schedules can change and it gives you flexibility, great, that's a mental load off. If you find that planning them just means things always misalign and you're missing them and actually a day that should have been a rest day, you felt full of energy and then the next day you had a session and you felt really low, making it work for you. Maybe a case of trial and error, as with most things. But if you're resting intuitively, you need to hone that skill of awareness, like with hunger. When am I hungry? And that can take time if you've been ignoring it. So tuning in, when do I need a rest day? How am I feeling physically, mentally, emotionally? How would a rest day make you feel? Could you move a training session to another day? How does that make you feel? Because this links us on. A rest day with no guilt isn't a rest day. And this is what I, I so, as I say, creatively, um, called unconditional permission to rest. I'm basically stealing the theory of unconditional permission to eat. Um, but if you spend a whole rest day thinking about what you should be doing, I shouldn't be taking a rest day, I'm going to fall behind, my performance is going to suffer, etc, etc, etc. You're in that guilt-shame cycle. You're not resting. There's no mental rest going on. Your stress levels are not down because you're stressed about it. The only thing you're doing is physically relaxing your body. But the rest of you are still on edge and still on. And so you're not going to probably get most of the benefits of a rest day. You're not going to sleep better. You're going to have that mental clarity. You might just feel a little physical boost. And I get it. I used to be someone who equated moral worth of productivity. I mean, tell me you were gifted and talented in primary school without telling me, right? Um, but without rest, burnout is kind of inevitable and it isn't fun. I've experienced it a few times and you just hit that sort of wall of, I need, my body is forcing me to take time off and you don't want to hit that point. Now, as we discussed with those types of rest, rest days might not be doing nothing. The idea of that is too much. And again, this may be a process that you work on. Why do I feel guilty doing nothing? What has caused this? But if it's too much for now, 
then maybe you have an active rest day or you have a mental rest day where you explore creative things. Maybe you do a yoga class focused on mindfulness. So you're not doing nothing, so you don't feel that guilt, but you're doing things that rejuvenate you and relax your body. A friend said to you something along the lines of, I've been working out really hard in the gym, but my body's feeling a bit sore and exhausted. I might take the day off tomorrow. Would you tell them they were lazy, undisciplined, or their progress will be lost? Or would you support them because your friend sounds exhausted? Often we have a gut reaction of, you're not motivated enough when it comes to us. But if someone said the exact things we were saying, we'd know that they need to take care of themselves and we'd give them sensible advice. So how do you give yourself unconditional permission to rest? Have you been giving yourself unconditional permission to rest? Maybe something that you want to ponder and work out. And just reflect on. Now, if you're someone who worries that rest days affect your performance, like I said, they can improve it. And often many training plans have rest days put in place because of this. Also, it may be worth asking yourself if performing well is worth your health, increased injuries, increased illness, maybe even burnout. Just to do a little bit more in whatever that chosen workout activity is. If it is something you're struggling with, maybe you can schedule rest days into your training program so they're part of your consideration and don't give you mental stress. Give yourself a longer lead time, e.g. before running a race instead of a 12-week plan, maybe 14, 16, so if you miss a day you can move things around and you've got a safety net. Maybe you make a note of your performance before and after implementing rest days. And again, just find what works for you. Maybe it's an off season when you're not racing. Maybe it's having certain times where you really focus on rest. And if you're thinking, my favourite influencer athlete I follow never has rest days, you see a snippet of their life. They decide to show you many pre-filmed content and have days off you may not see. And if they have truly have no days off, know that they're often being paid to do this. And so their day may look very different to yours. They might not have work stresses that you have. They may be going to the gym in the morning, using recovery products all day, often, which are gifted to them to help their body return to normal and then often editing content and things like that for the rest of the day. Not your stereotypical nine to five. And I know this varies by influencer, no shame on them, but just know that it's their job. It's gonna be a very different experience for them than for you. Ultimately, they aren't you. So rather than comparing, just think what works for me, not for them. When it comes to nutrition on rest days, focus on hydration. Often we're slightly dehydrated after exercise to replenish your fluid levels. Make sure you get enough protein in, this helps muscle repair, and little and often is often better to replenish. So maybe have a little bit of breakfast, lunch, dinner if you have any snacks, rather than just a big protein dense meal at dinner time. Carbohydrates, apparently complex is better as this helps replenish your glycogen, so think whole grains and beans. The Institute of Sports Nutrition says 3 to 1 carb to protein ratio it's good for glycogen, but many use a sort of two to one. And if you don't want to measure your food, just think, get plenty of carbs in there and some protein. Keep it simple if you don't want that mental stress. Workouts can cause some inflammation. So if you want to have a little bit of antioxidants, beetroot, berries and greens can help. But again, not something to super focus on or feel like you're lacking if you don't have it. Just adding that tiny bit, maybe getting some beetroot juice, some frozen berries can be helpful. The main thing I want you to take away here when it comes to food and rest days is you should not be eating less. You should be eating as normal. Often people will diminish a little bit because you're not having a pre or a post workout snack, but your body is recovering and it needs energy to repair. So make sure you fuel enough. Don't restrict on days you are not quote unquote moving. You'll still be moving around as normal. So still eat enough. Don't make sure you're eating enough. Listen to that hunger cue if you're hungry eat it often people get really hungry the day afterwards because training can actually suppress your appetite so often we don't eat enough after we train and the day after we'll get that slight kickback so find what works for you maybe keep that 
food diary and see actually eating this helps eating this didn't I'm really hungry the day after but then when I ate enough my next training session I smashed it the main thing is how are you approaching food and exercise are you feeling guilty on rest days are you stress eating are you experiencing binges a lot of these things are really really common especially when we don't rest enough and we're pushing 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 so maybe look at your relationship to food and movement and see what we can work on some common mistakes that people often do when it comes to rest days is not resting until they're burnt out and then it requires quite a long rest to recover when you start to feel resentful towards movement this may be a sign that you need really need rest if you feel like you're forcing yourself to do it focusing on rest rather than rejuvenation just in that sense of those seven types of rest what do you actually need sometimes just physical rest may not be best for your body sometimes it's great and it's exactly what you need worrying on rest days again unconditional permission to rest worrying through a rest day means it isn't a rest your body is stressed it's not doing as good as it can this may be something that you need to work on and last one underfueling. super super common you need to eat enough to repair and recover you take nothing else away from this take that make sure you're eating enough on rest days if you're feeling extra hungry feed that need see how it feels, reflect, find a routine that works for you. If you need any help with any of these things, especially eating on rest days, just send a message or book a discovery call.